You're listening to Cross Country Checkup. I'm Ian Hanna-Mansing, filling in this season for Duncan McHugh. One of the nice things on this program is we can just pick up a phone and call somebody in a different part of the world and get the perspective there. And in Denmark, vaccine passports are set to roll out in the next couple of months. We think that it's going to open up society substantially. It has the potential to do that. You can then start accessing restaurants, uh, venues, uh, sports venues, but certainly also give you the opportunity to travel and to uh, document to authorities that you actually have a vaccine, you actually have been tested, etc. That was Lars Sandal Sorinsen, an advocate for a Danish vaccine passport, but the move hasn't been embraced by everyone there. In early February, protesters took to the streets in Copenhagen in opposition to government restrictions and the idea of a vaccine passport to take a closer look at how the issue of those vaccine passports has played out there. Let's turn to Shane Woodford, a Canadian freelance journalist who's now based in Fabor, Denmark. Hi, Shane. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm doing really well. Really nice to have you on the program. Uh, Tell us about where things are at right now in Denmark in terms of vaccine passports. We are set to see a vaccine passport possibly in May. The government is currently in the procurement phase. They'll choose a vendor on the 17th, and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, We don't have, obviously, a final product yet, but what we do know about what they're sort of shooting for is that it will be a digital app uh, that will be carried on your phone. It will display three tiers of information, obviously your vaccination status, but it will also be able to show your last COVID test result, and it will tell you or whoever you're showing it to uh, whether you've had COVID and when, so it will measure your vaccination, uh, whether you have a negative test, and or whether you have antibodies in your in your body enough to get into said event, restaurant, whatever. Hmm. So we, we heard the audio there of, of a protest against that, but Generally speaking, what is the sentiment in Denmark on this issue? Yeah, the opposition uh, to lockdowns and and to vaccines in general is definitely here. Uh, I would say it's an extremely, extremely small part of the population. Uh, Danes have an enormous amount of social trust, something that I think uh, will help enormously in rolling out a vaccination passport. More than 80% believe that uh, what the government says they're going to try and follow through on and all the social support systems that are there will be there for them. Uh, as well, this is a country, in that is an unbelievably digitally literate uh, across age groups uh, who already, even before the pandemic struck, uh, were uh, communicating with the government on a regular basis uh, through a government-encrypted email or with their healthcare records on a number of platforms uh, using a digital encryption system that they've all gotten used to. Uh, so they access the government digitally all the time, and they have a high degree of social trust. And the other thing that I think that really helps out in this case, because it's a multi-tiered digital passport, it's not just your vaccination, but also testing. And Denmark is shooting right now, Ian, for 400,000 tests per day. We're currently over 200,000. Uh, so that when we get to a point, we have the vaccination passport, Uh, And we have the disparity between who is vaccinated and who is not, and people still want to go out and do those things, uh, that they'll be able to get tested really easily and quickly get a result and go to the concert, go to the movie theater or whatever. Yeah, so you mentioned concerts. I I think I saw in the notes of our producer speaking with you that the concert culture of Denmark actually, you think, has played a role in this. Yeah, it absolutely has. Uh, People may not know this, but Denmark is an extremely musical society. It's been really striking to me in in the lockdown, both in the spring and the one that we're currently cautiously stepping out of as we speak, uh, how much music has played a role in an environment where there is uncertainty and fear 
uh, of bringing calmness to the situation. Every Friday night, they have a, a show called Fellow Song, uh, and the entire country literally tunes into this TV show, and it's an hour of um, bands playing music and sing-alongs, and everybody follows at home. To give you an example of how popular it is, Ian, uh, during the first lockdown here in Denmark, uh, the highest-selling book in the country uh, was a book of folk songs, uh, so everyone wow. could participate in the show. And we hold uh, 18, 19, 20 live music event venues, huge ones, 100,000 people, the Ross Guild, which is the largest in, in all of Europe. So Denmark is extremely music-driven in its DNA, and it also uh, plays a big role in the live music scene. And to have um, no access to that is really hard for Danes, and it's hard economically because it's also a big economic engine here. So they're really excited to get people back into those venues. But there's also concerns as well. Mm -hmm. we, we have less than a minute. Let me ask you this. You are a Canadian guy in Denmark. How do you feel about the, the vaccine passports? I, I, am, I am in favor of it. And it's really interesting because being here, I see how the Danish system works, the high social trust, how much that they're uh, online and, and communicating with the government digitally all the time. And I think that it's if there's any country that could pull it off with not much resistance and do a fairly good job, it's here in Denmark. Uh, so I'll be interested to see because we know what they're shooting for, Ian, but we also haven't seen the final product. So uh, I'm on board with what they've got so far. But then again, we'll have to see if they walk the talk and, and what the final product is going to be. As you know, I follow you on Twitter. It's really, uh, I, I enjoy seeing your perspective as a Canadian in Denmark on Twitter. And it was nice having you on the program, Shane. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Shane Woodford, a freelance journalist, and we reached him in Fabor, Denmark. In the next hour, we'll have our Ask Me Anything feature, and this is one you'll want to try to stay awake for. Dr. Charles Samuels is a...